Welcome to Singled Out, your ninth best gaming podcast. Please stand by. Welcome to episode 129. In this episode the new minor guild, written by the Guild Ball Community Project, is revealed. Hooray! your favorite podcast andrew jones your host is unavailable tonight due to having many many venereal diseases in his place we have brought in bryce the man johnstone say hello bryce no i think it's funnier if i don't fair enough Niels, the inspiring hat hermkins hi scarolf dickinger oh that's me yeah hi <laughs> And me, Steve Cole, who will now stop doing that accent. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately, oh Andrew, all the gonorrhea, just can't make it. Um, yes. So, I mean, both are changing. But we are here to talk about Which, an interesting thing. Andrew not being here is a shame for us, and, and I assume the listeners, but it is in some ways a triumph of medical science, because they're making a lot of discoveries. So Yeah, a lot know. of discoveries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't know there was such a thing as super herpes. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm, I'm I'm glad the British Isles are an island, so there's enough water to flush all that, right? I mean, those odds. It's uh, <laughs> like he's a, he's a large man. <laughs> a, can't flush Andrew out with just the North Sea. Um, so, Bryce, as the guest host, what are we talking about? 
Uh, I found out about this four hours ago. So um, apparently, uh, I I didn't do a good enough job of killing Gilball the first time <laughs> around. So I've been invited back to see if I can kill it again. Yeah, is the gist of it. And the medium in which I'm doing that is that I'm going to take all of the enthusiasm and the joy that has sprung up around the Gilball community project when. This is an attempt to to make a, a new guild, the Lamplighters, which is uh, going to be the Alchemist Miner, and uh, I am going to shit on that. So, wait, can we swear? Yeah, why not? Okay, uh, cool. If, if you <laughs> listen to this in the car, that's reassuring. Child, Andrew's not here, and he and he let Bryce <laughs> host it instead. Like, what I do love, you think's going to happen? I love that I assume we weren't allowed to swear until I said the word shit, and you were like, well, I can't be bothered editing that, so yes. Sure, go on. Like, <laughs> I mean, can't be bothered or don't know how. I mean, <laughs> it could be any of these things. So uh, like, yeah. yeah. We're talking about uh, the the lamplighters, which is kind of cool. Um. Yeah. So let's let's talk about lamplighters and how how we made them and why we made them. Because why did we do this? It was a lot of work. Like a lot of work. We did Bryce, it because the world was killed already. Yeah, you never told us this was a lot of work, Bryce. You just no. piece of piss. Yeah, like, that's why I always just say, every time I showed up to tournaments and people were like, how, how do you do your job? I'd be like, well, it's easy. I just roll in, like, roll in about half ten, do yeah. a bit of work, have lunch, finish off a minor guild, and then go home at 2pm. You know, and I think that's probably why I got fired. So... <laughs> Uh, oh, that that spells horrible disaster because I think Steve, that's basically how we did it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably very true. Uh, this is why I'm on because they all didn't do a good job, and I had to clear this all off while doing the cards, right? So yeah, that was that's true. You had to do all the work, Scarrow. None of us all, did. All it. of the work, all of the work. That's horrible. <laughs> so I think like. Basically, it's a new minor guild. It is the first community community-led minor guild. Um, obviously, there were the four uh, minor guilds who didn't have rules who were trailed. Lamplighters were meant to be the next guild. I think in the order. Yeah, that I. Had. I mean, there was no order. Um, it was just really whatever someone had an idea for, and there was the idea that the plan behind it was there. Uh, <laughs> more of a fiction than anything else um but yeah certainly the lamplighters were gonna be the next one we did um the only reason i think they never got official worlds because none, none of us could actually decide on what we wanted their thing to be um because there was so we tried so many various things like at one point there was going to be like a lamp in the middle of the pitch and it was either on or off and like you got various like the board state changed based on whether it was on or off and then there was going to be three lamps and then we kind of abandoned that because i thought it was bad and it wasn't my idea um <laughs> and i wrote like two or three different versions of them but because uh as we talked about the because of the impending uh murder of the game um none of them ever really saw playtest so i'm actually kind of genuinely interested to see how what you guys have done with because you could have started from anywhere, right? You could have just gone, the Lamplighters, we have a name. Mm -hmm. well, let's go with that, right? And I was meant to read these cards before uh, I joined the podcast, but I uh, didn't, so let's find out. <laughs> find the level of professionals. At least you know what Gilball is, which I think is more than the usual host. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and if I may... 
I, Andrew thought this was a Star Wars game for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I may, I think the reason we went for the lamplighters was because um, there was already something like a a a a you know fan pitch for the guild because that pretty much influenced the first version of of our mm-hmm. dev work. Correct me if I'm wrong. And we came up with some kind of lore and a little bit of background for the characters and stuff and uh, worked from there. So I think we just rested on whatever somebody on the internet came up with and and made it ours, basically. Yeah, I, I think with hindsight, we'd maybe have started with like the Brewer's Minor Guild. Like, yeah. We suddenly realized halfway through that like alchemists are one of the more complicated teams. Yeah, probably similar to how you guys felt, Bryce, when you started yeah. with Rat Catchers really early. You're like, yeah, that was like, hey, let's take Mars, who are probably the most complex guild in the game. And let's start with that minor guild for the first one. We have no idea what the power level for these should be. We have no idea how the how everything's going to interact. But we didn't get the choice on that one. That was dictated from higher up. But I think. So we had the choice, and we, we still made and that. You still, you still went for the difficult one. So you're yeah, actually, we were like, let's totally no, do no, no. This. this. The choice was made because you know Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alex are bad. We Alex have to be better. Let's make land yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to make a team so overpowered I could actually win an event with them. No, no, um, you want to make we'll, a, we'll you, make, that. you really want to make a team that is able to beat Peck. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that's why there's a rule that Peck just dies if he comes onto the pitch with lamplighters. Let Let's talk about the actual lamplighters and uh, uh, Nils. Like, sort of, what did this go through as a, a start? Like, what was the process? Like, how did we actually end up doing oh, this? Oh man! Like, of course, we first looked at what um, th- there was like a very, very, very early uh, thing made by the community, of course, and that those also worked, like you said, Bryce, uh, with lamps. Uh, but then not lamps set on the pitch, but like farmers lamp markers. Yeah. Um, we read it. We re- immediately thought, hell no. Um, <laughs> and we actually like we had so many iterations. But one of the iterations, one of the themes, I mean, that kept coming back, wasn't it, Steve? Was like an on-off mechanic, but yeah, then yeah. and then based on conditions. And, and of course, yeah, yeah with lamps it was a guild burning. rule, didn't we? We sort of thought we'd have a guild rule, like yeah. that seemed easy. So basically, that lamplight has got more attack and better kickstats and place effects and things like that from on fire or not on fire. That that lasted quite a long time, didn't it? it was playtesting that very killed. long. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-thirds yeah. of the development were, were having the guild rule. Yeah. Yes, like versions one and two were that, and version three, which uh, is basically the one that has been handed out to. The community for the beta test right now is one that we basically said, no, we're not going to work with a guild rule. We're just go like a guild rule like uh, cooks have or navigators have. No, we went with a mechanic like the shepherds with their punishments, the rat catchers with their dilemmas, etc. Um, basically, all models have different unique abilities, but it's all under a common theme. Mm. Yeah, if they're on fire or not, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all based on burning. Well, mm. yeah, on and off, the lamp must be burning. Um, I, think, I think that's cool. Like, and it's interesting that that's, that's the kind of the core thing that you've kept 
from even the very first concept that we had of lamp lighters was the sort of the lamp being on or off and that was that's the that it's kind of interesting to see that through road yeah even, yeah even now like when you guys kind of did it obviously you've done this by yourself like i wasn't i wasn't involved in this at all but it's kind of interesting to seeing that through from from that is the one kind of core thing that's always stuck with the guild which i think is quite cool it's interesting, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, either we're all really clever or really stupid. And given that Homer Simpson is obsessed with turning a light on and off, I feel like it's probably the latter. You know? I mean, <laughs> I, I know where my bet is. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's not the most stupid idea. The most stupid idea I had for the lamplighters was that the lamp was just on at the start of the first turn and every turn it switched from on to off. And when it was on, only the lamplighters could score VPs and when it was off, only the other team could score VPs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And um, Perkins wouldn't even let me test it, so yeah. <laughs> that's horrible, man. Wow. Right, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a really like that. Is, like I, I love how much you could mess up against that as well. But, like I'm gonna yeah, casket right. time on the turn. I can't score VPs. Exactly right. What what I love is when you give people opportunities to mess up. That's great. That's that's the core of Guild Ball. Yeah. Um. So, so, <laughs> like, what did we? I guess what what are they? Are they like a three O team? Are they a four one team? Like how how are they theoretically playing as a as a minor guild? Yeah, lamplighters um, are like the um, the alchemists themselves are heavily gold dependent. Um, I think maybe even more so than the major guild. Um, they have some two two capability, and um, yeah. But they have like uh, I guess they guess they have they don't have like um, a vet catalyst or a soma. No. I guess they, no, they no, don't no. they can get takeouts and they can do quite a lot of damage with quite a bit of setup, but they don't have that like this model's going in and it's just gonna ruin somebody. Um, yeah, they don't like, have easy takeout access. Yeah, people usually um, that's what we usually call linear damage, is like you have a model, you roll dice, it does loads of damage. Now our like the lamplighters type of uh, making takeouts is quite non-linear would you say yeah Um, like loads of traits and um uh, using the burning condition uh losing uh basically they they are experts at um making themselves better and keeping the enemy down Mm. yeah they've got quite a lot sort of like a controlly football team, like sort of like a shark football team, I guess. Yeah, these they with sort... conditions. Yeah, with conditions. Of, conditions. of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. But I was just trying to think of like a the closest thing that already exists in the game. Like, yeah, they're probably less pure football than a shark team. Like they can definitely mm-hmm. go to two two more easily than shark, but they but they are reliant on sort of they're squishier than a shark team, so they're mm-hmm. sort of reliant on control to like. Um, limit the output of their opponents against yeah, I would, them, I guess. I would say a shark team is rather like direct. I would go for something way more janky, so um, something like uh, yukai fish or mm. maybe even navigators-ish. I would have said navigators as well. But navigators don't have the one direct beat stick that really wants to take your part in the squad, right? Uh, navigators might have a <laughs> uh, might have a model that does a bit more damage. <laughs> but, uh, um, so so yeah, like so let's let's just talk about the players, I think. And, and should we just quickly talk through Neil's like obviously there's the three of us from the community project on this podcast. 
um, the three of us being everyone bar Bryce, um, did. But it wasn't just us that did this, right? It was no. like, who else was... Like, don't give us all the names, but like, yeah, it, it's not like we sat down and wrote a team and then wrote it again. This went through... No, no, no. This went like so many iterations. We have the entire rules committee that has been uh, working on this. We have the playtesting committee that has been uh, of very, very great use. Um, we yeah, had we have playtesting committee so Gildred. many people working on this. I, yeah. I want to emphasize we also have the, the arts guys who have been working on this for yes. almost a year now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the well. reason the cards look good is is not that um, any of us can use crayons well. <laughs> That's it. I, I tried, but I just... I just yeah, a little shout out to Kaibal for all the art. It's amazing. Yes, yes. Kaibal, all the art. Um, and Frozen Forge, Jonas, for teaching me how to use Adobe Illustrator and getting me to a point where I can now do cards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, right. Should we, should we do cards then? As we start talking about them, Bryce, do you want to do you want to take us through? Give us your initial reaction to like. Uh, we could do us like one of these like you know react uh, sort of videos where someone goes, "Oh my god, that's amazing." Should we start with the mascot, or do we want to go nah, nightlight? Yeah. Let's start with nightlight. Let's go, Captain. Let's go. So, Captain, um, how much, how in depth do you want me to go over? Like, am I reading the card out, or am I just like give us, give us the, the yeah, give us the sort of top level? I guess we've got sort of. So, so a nightlight looks to be as a coach captain is more of a. I guess that's where you're sort of getting the UK comparison. More sort of supporty, like doesn't like has like in what sixteen inch goal threat by her. So uh, can no, push it 20. to twenty. Yeah, yeah with back it. to black, yeah. So it's like for a goal scoring captain, that's fine. It's not like incredible, but it's it's, it's all right. Um death five is very solid, one inch melee zone, which is gonna limit the kind of shark definitely gonna limit the shark or UK comparison. Um lens flare is kind of a really interesting concept for a for a rule, I think the four-inch range on it might be a little bit. Ah, uh, it's not one per turn though. Mm. That, you can do that to multiple people. That um. I do cannot use more dice than its base tag. That I think is probably fine. I think uh, it's probably fine. Like it's one like, have you guys done much sort of testing on these as of yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What we found was like it can be amazing, like it yeah. can be like you know it's a character play on a captain, like so in the right circumstances, like it can be like properly brutal, and yeah. there's something it's obviously really good against, but you still need to be within four inches of the opposition with your captain, mm. and generally if you're going for like a lens flare heavy activation, you're only trying to control the opposition. You're you're using quite a lot of influence and your captain to not score points. Yeah. Yourself. That's- Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is yeah, which is why it's probably okay. Yeah. Although it's going to be absolutely miserable on some of those like, like I, I what I what I really enjoy here is that you are uh, putting in another guild that wrecks brewers. Um, because I thought these were bad. <laughs> I thought brewers are too powerful. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I really like that this. So so specific, we, we've had the specific rule absolutely destroys brewers, and I think that's. I think it's a positive thing for the game. Neil and I have had the Brewers like obviously quite because Neil's being a big Brewers player, and I think mm-hmm. that the sort of conclusion we came to is don't play Hooper, play Stoker. 
because I'll because yeah. Lamplight just want to be on fire and Stoker murders them. But I guess the I guess the thing with the Stoker is the one inch melee though, right? And that knocked down right. and you're already on fire. He's gonna kill them. He yeah, kills them. Bad. Yeah. But I think also the other thing is, in part, it's like the decision point and in this like obviously everything in this team goes straight to the top of the watch list, right? Because we've not done a sure. new guild before. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. true. It could be mints, and it could be way too good. And Lens Flare is definitely where a lot of her power budget is. Mm-hmm. There's one other play that's a lot of her power budget in, which we'll talk about in a second. But like, but I think we wanted her to be strong in that sense. But I think it gives you, it's another anti-jailing piece. Like if you want, like as sort of started with Shepherds, like if you want a big wind-up activation, you want to jail something. There's a chance that she's just going to go and say no to that. So it's so you might want to throw out bigger activations earlier in the turn than just killing off a jailed model. Mm-hmm. I I think that's yeah. I, I can't actually work out whether I think this is going to be absolutely busted and horrible to play against. I can definitely see a bit of feels bad potential. Mm. Um, if someone isn't ready for it, but equally, <laughs> stuff like that exists in the game. Like, there's a lot of stuff in Guild Ball where the first time you play against it, you go, "How is this? How does this allow to be exist? This is way too powerful." And then the third time you play against it, you're like, "Oh, actually, this is fine. I, I mm-hmm. as long as I don't play into exactly what they want me to do, okay, fine." Like, yeah, and I from think- my look. Oh, from my local group, I instantly heard Lensflare is way too overpowered and Lensflare is absolutely useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see exactly what you get. Because it's 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 an interesting thing because it's not useful in every situation. It's probably actively bad to use it in a lot of situations. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you're just putting your captain in, in danger range, right? Um, and she's not super... So, I mean, tax 6... Double disengage on three, like the death five's good, and the blinded by the light I think is interesting. It may be again a little bit of a feels bad if you're attacking or recover because it's like just minus two dice on a death five model, and that's tough. Like that's really tough to hit, especially if you can't get above your base tack. Like, mm-hmm. but she is vulnerable in that regard to I mean anything that can push her out of cover for a start, but then you have to get the push against the Death Five model, so uh, um yeah. but the, the one inch melee zone. I, I think she'd definitely be considerably more busted if she had a two inch melee. But then you could say that about almost any model in Guild Ball. So, except Thresher. Except Thresher. <laughs> yeah. Who would be, who would be fair and balanced if he had a two inch melee zone. <laughs> um should we talk a bit about Back to Black and then about Flare Out? Yeah, so Back to Black I think is cool. Um, it's a very coach-captain ability, like range 6 target friendly model can make a 4-inch dodge if it removes the burning condition. Um, that just seems very on on brand, like with the, the whole on-off thing and them getting benefit from being on fire and removing the fire and, and using the fire as a resource, and I think that's Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. I think it's all right. Like I, it's solid, and it's a Amy Winehouse reference, which love it. <laughs> There's a lot of music references. In yeah, this. I, I got that. Yeah, uh, Out is also. It, I think it's super interesting. Like, it's 
you have to really think about how and when you take this team out, I think. And, and yep. Much the same as the Shepherds. And everyone loves that about Shepherds. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Universally popular, right? Universally popular. <laughs> everyone loves them. They were my final gift to the community. Uh, and you're all welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> but it's interesting, the, I guess the Shepherds comparison, I thought that like when I first saw the punishment mechanics for Shepherds, I thought that would be the thing that would upset me about Shepherds, and it's not. It's hard. Well, like, you know, like, yeah. so it's a, uh, yeah. Um, well, you guys fixed that, right? Like, it's all fine now. Yeah, we totally solved that. It's fine. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we don't regret ourselves limiting ourselves to two captains on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess with that, like, so, so where. I mean, so Flare It was quite an early idea for this, wasn't it, Neil? So it came up quite early. I think it was Flare It was in the first iteration of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We immediately thought, okay, um, this is not going to be a guild rule, but the, the, like, uh, we really loved the idea of when the captain is on the pitch, the whole team has a buff. Um, so that's why we actually thought of this one. And we we were thinking, like, what can we give to the lamplighter says like super on theme um, and also has some counterplay um, mm. and then we then we thought well overheat <clears throat> of course mm. and i think so, the other thing was we wanted it to like what we were able to do because we well hopefully what or where we were trying to get to so again beta test it'll be super interesting to hear what people's actual experience of this is but sure. like we tried to limit their damage based around the fact they had access to this. No, so, I, I, I like that it's the, the non-linear damage thing you talked about. Like, and you mentioned at the start they don't have much linear damage, but that does not mean that they have no damage. And I think this is an interesting exactly. way of them doing damage. Um, have you thought about the timing if, like, for example, Thresher does a scything uh, a sweep and takes out two models, one of which is her? Do you know, uh, how, do you know how that works? I think it's, it's the active player declare what happens first because i remember having this conversation correct. about about it correct. with dodge um yeah no I... it's it's correct active player uh so the active player is the thresher player so the thresher player can decide to do the damage on nightlight first and uh the other character after mm-hmm. and if that he... is that is the correct answer but i just i i figured <laughs> that that's something you're gonna get asked a lot of questions about so it's probably sure. worth calling it out specifically here Sure. Um, I think thanks. yeah, it's it's a good point because I, I I remember it well, and I'm gonna force through this story because I remember it well because I got a nine point <laughs> smoke activation in one game, and one of the models I killed was Darge, and I needed Darge to die first, so I had enough momentum to score a goal because uh, of the smoke legendary, and uh, and I believe Bryce, you actually answered that query as a TO uh, for me at Steam. Very possibly, yeah. yeah. So that's a yes. So so yes, good point. Yeah, you you would you would choose that. But I guess the key thing with that, the and one of the intents with that is like, you know, have a fun time if you want to try and kill two or three lamplighters models with your first activation at the top of a turn. Like that, yeah. there will be down a lot of activations, but that's gonna hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see you've made the with the legendary. I see you've made the the big baby mistake of not capitalizing aura, which. Uh... Oh no! Oh, did we not? Um, no. By the way, we're also, on it. <laughs> also, also on the also on the playbook, the fifth column, uh, Gil Ball double dodge result. The Gil Ball should be on top. No, they're not going on top anymore. Uh, it is horrible, and it is from uh, from you know 
being a teacher, you always should read in lines and not in columns. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> also, just tangentially to this, Bryce, uh, one thing we thought we should mention at some point in this podcast is, is did you know that shepherds have no legal playdowns? What? Yeah. Uh, there, there's no minor guild symbol on Vet Honor or Bushel. Yeah, we probably just never got around to that because they yeah. were killing the game. <laughs> yeah, so why were you not working? I'm fairly your... sure. I'm fairly <laughs> sure we did those. Like, I'm fairly sure. Like before I left, those cards were made because I remember making. I remember talking to the graphic designer about it, and I'm fairly sure those cards exist in a Dropbox somewhere at Steamforce Games Amazing. of like vet, like uh, vet honor and bushel with a shepherd symbol on them. Because I did that. I just. And amongst everything else that was happening, somehow that got missed. <laughs> like I can't imagine why. I can't imagine, I can't you know, imagine. when I was getting kicked out the door, I wasn't like, lads, before I go, <laughs> one last thing. <laughs> In this game that you're killing, Bushel can't play for this team. <laughs> Please, remember to update the cops. <laughs> if there's one more thing. Um, <laughs> should, should we chat about um, the... Uh, Beta test in action, otherwise known as suits. Yeah, oh, yes. I, saw, I saw that went out today. Well, I mean, that was today at time of recording. Was it this morning that you put that out? So uh, yes, this morning being Monday. And uh, yeah, and then you saw everyone asking about the um, the, the the intercept, which, as written, is when they declare the shot. So before you actually resolve the kick, or on like before you resolve the kick he would get to sprint basically but that is not the intent i believe mm-hmm. it, it has mm-hmm. been reworded um does anyone have the new wording in front of them neil yes yes i have them all uh once per turn if this model is not suffering the burning condition when an enemy model places a free ball on the pitch or declares a kick this model may immediately take a make a sprint towards the free ball or the kicking model without spending influence Wait, oh, but that is the that's, other. That's that is how the it, one that we don't want that, to have. That's, yeah, yeah. So that's oh. the opposite of what you wanted. You've given me so many wordings on this. We have. Re- anyway, there is an updated card <laughs> that is sitting on the blog that Niels has written. Ignore all of our wording around this. Go with the Niels wording. That is the result of the beta test and people telling us that something didn't work. Um, I've going to check uh just go fun. ahead I, 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 love, I love finding this out live this is great i'm having a great time i should have who's a drink not, actually like, who's not fantastic. having a great time who's not basically the board does two things right the board is first of all designed to stop one of the things you found in playtesting is that they were super vulnerable to people just like unsnapping the ball right on yeah. the goal line um, yeah, so yeah. The langton ball as it's commonly known um so so doing that or just sort of keeping the ball away from so the bird is basically partly um, anti-unsnapped ball, anti-killed ball tech, but also it creates another little dilemma for your opponent because obviously the bird, the bird getting a free sprint towards the ball um, means that it's quite easy for it to get into range to put ice spy on stuff and mm. it's quite easy for it to basically just go and stand in the middle of the opposition team while it, uh, you know, and get set on fire and just be a pain in the arse. So it's mm. it's a bit of interference in that. I mean, it is a six health mascot. So if you want to kill it, you can kill it pretty easily. You know, if standing yeah. there it's not on fire, it's just gonna die. But it does give you some options. And the other thing is they unlike I think a lot of teams at the moment, they don't have a really strong like double kick pressure. Like they can they mm. can jump model forward four inches 
um, you, you know, Wick or Crucible are the obvious ones when they're kicking, but it's not the same threat range as a lot of teams are getting with their second kick model. You know, even if you compare them to Alchemists, right? Usually Alchemists, you can kick with Crucible, you can drag Vetcat forward twice with Midas, and you can then place Kami onto a conditioned model. Mm-hmm. And Lamplighters don't present anything like that kick threat. Um, you know, the kicker, the bard, and then a model that gets dodged four inches by Nightlight. So the why why is it not um if it's not suffering the burning condition on this one? A generally movement related shenanigans come with not being burning, but also in this instance, if it was on fire, um then it would sprint on fire towards the opposition and already be in a position to overheat if they had like attacked <laughs> a bit too easy. Where so you, you want to kind of work for the overheat bird explosion a little bit more than just running okay. a burning bird up to them and blowing it up a la mm. I think films they throw burning stuff as my try. That's not two political jokes now. <laughs> so any other like... so is there they have other rules that trigger ah uh, they do have other rules that trigger when they're not suffering the burning condition because I was just gonna say if there's only like one or two of them no. that's gonna can potentially a bit confusing if there's like they're all get stuff when they're on fire except this one. No, no, there are multiple non-burning triggers. Oh okay. god. We'll come on to. Um who do you want to talk about next? Host Johnston. Uh well I'm just gonna go down the blog I've got here. So Beacon. 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 Yeah. Nails, do you want to tell us Beacon about Beacon? Beacon has been so much fun to uh, just you th- yeah, look at his art. He has a friggin' ladder. Oh my god, we had so much fun thinking of what he could do with that. And one of the first things we thought about was he is going to be this annoying control model who's just going to run up, knock down a lot of people, and then say, ha-ha, bye-bye. He's our Jackie Chan. Let, let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course, he, um, if you are able to get some crowd outs, um, he can actually do some work. Yeah, yeah, not going so to, which is better damage. Yeah, exactly. yeah so, especially yeah. with the, some of his traits. Because when he's burning, he's tacky with giving the minus one armor once the damage as well. Mm-hmm. With Ice Spy, he instantly goes to tech 10. Yeah. But I think the more in like it's like he can kill stuff. He's the he's the model that most like, does the most linear damage in the guild. But where mm-hmm. he can be super effective is. Is, is essentially like um, in combination with the owl setting up Mercury or setting up Phosphor to do like a lot to be able to get like, you know, combination of Searing Strike, Knockdown and I Spy, which is the sort of thing alchemists don't normally have access to, mm. is they can actually, they can wrap on their ranged models, which is, which is real hard to do in alchemists normally. And so that's the sort of thing he can enable. So if you see Beacon like scootling off with a Defense 3 model, you know, if he gets hold of Avarice or something like that, you, you should probably be quite worried. Um, yep. that's, that's the opposition. Um, yeah, but again, he's, he's how they have any way of killing Toughhead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than just waiting for it to melt. Because um, he does, yeah, because he does condition damage on his playbook attacks. I think that's right. cool. Did I, I, 
I've wanted to do that on someone, or did I do that on someone? Festival has the knives or sharp, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah I did we, put that in the game, yeah. Yeah, and we thought about having that on him, but we didn't want the ability to give it out to other models. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's, a, that's a, a, a bit much, isn't it? Like, it? It would be on Mercury, for example. Oh. It would be not great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that would go quite far. Um, and obviously, he has like he has the most like binary um, on-off mechanic in that if he's on fire, you know, extra stats. damage, extra output. Mm-hmm. And if he's not on fire, he can re- well he can remove the burning to dodge away from the opposition, mm. which he is he is real squishy. Like he is, you know, even by the standards of like. Like he has no defensive tech. He's he's a, and he's got less boxes than say catalyst. So he is yeah. squishy. He's got a decent counter attack to make up for that. But like if you've got any sort of knockdown access, um, so you're sort of running a bit of a risk with him compared to say Azimuth, who we talked about before, or someone like that. Mm. But he's very much at the core of the idea of um, you know, being on fire, not on fire, being visible or not invisible. He can do it himself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and he's one of the two models that has the relight the fire ability, so they can actually put fire out onto other models in the go. Because we wanted to limit the ability to self ignite onto the models that only play for lamplighters to Makes potentially sense. avoid yeah. a bit of a power issue with with alchemists. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and he's got fun. Uh, he's got a fun knockdown uh, gilball uh, non momentous combo. So he can he's uh, so he can actually knock down a stoic model if he hits that because he has sturdy 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 and mow down so he he can be pretty funny from that that perspective yeah and he's the first two inch melee zone model in the guild as well yep. yeah which helps with all of this like because he's yeah he's relatively vulnerable to, to counter attacks as well which is why like the two inch melee i mean the, the knockdown on two is obviously relevant but you mentioned sturdy models and he's he doesn't love that. I mean, the, the that's the the knockdown mowdown on on five on five. I mean, he doesn't like to be hit by tapper or hammer or anyone like that. Yeah, like, he doesn't like that. Um, uh, should we talk about the other guild only model? Should we talk about Wick? Sure, sure. Let's Wick has been fun. Uh, Wick is Wick's a striker. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wick is the striker. <laughs> Uh, so, I guess I've got another like uh, the burn baby burn this model and target enemy model both suffer the burning condition so it's slightly different to relight the fire because it can't be bought it has to be hit off the playbook for reasons that when you look at the back of her card will become quite clear I think mm-hmm. very much yes yeah um, and she does repeat one of the rules like she pulls one of the rules over from Alchemist so she has extraction like Vetcalc has for the free four-inch mm. dodge if she pulls a condition. Um, but Niels, do you want to talk us through Spotlight? Yes, yeah, Spotlight is actually awesome because usually you would say, well, a striker in a guild that likes to set itself on fire, how does that work? Because now you're basically uh, making your um, your goal threat two inches shorter. Like, why would you do that? Well, because Wick likes to be in the Spotlight, and when she is in the Spotlight, when she... Uh, has the burning condition she basically gains super shot so Mm. um, that uh, eight inch kick is going to a 10 inch kick and um, built into that is uh, amber's uh, trait of uh, ignoring uh, engaging and intervening penalties when making a kick 
So uh, it doesn't matter how much people you put in front of her or how much she's engaged. She's going to run in, get that ball, and kick a uh, shoot. Uh, yeah, kick a goal. Mm. Um, and the fun thing is, if she scores, you have ring of fire. Uh, if she scores, you uh, she can decide not to run the length, and then everybody in a forest pulse around her is set on fire. She turns melee as well. That is this this that that is like quite a striker. Like yeah, I, like this is one of the models I am hoping to see loads of feedback on from the community playtesting because in my eyes she's still a bit strong. <laughs> yeah, she's she's I, very she's definitely more powerful than Beacon, I think. I uh, thought she was a one inch melee zone looking at this card and then I saw the two inch and I was like, Oh baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a model. Like basically, if you look at like where we still have two people to go, but then you might understand, like I think most of the power budget, even when thinking about like a captain and a mascot and squaddies, uh, like I think most of the power budget has gone onto this model. There's a lot in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's, uh, I mean, she hits the thing of like alchemist strikers generally being two inch reach, and I guess unlike a lot, one of the things we were cognizant of is there's a lot of real good strikers that have gone minor guilt major guilt so spade fathom being the obvious ones mm. and she is we pushed her further because she's minor guild only mm-hmm. oh like, yeah you can you can do that and and as we kind of find out you almost have to do that with minor guilds because mm-hmm. they, they don't have the depth of options major guilds have so you have to like their guild only players you have to push a bit further yeah. Um, yeah. This could never play in in, in Alchemist. <laughs> no. 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 no, no. Is, I don't. Is, I don't think this can play in Lamplighters. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. Well, the thing is that, like, as a dedicated striker, she the only thing she is actually good at is getting that ball, scoring that ball. If you are relying on some damage, you're not going to want to have her around. She's not going to do anything except for uh, providing crowd outs, I would say. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, like, I guess similar to Shearer, her, like, viable dodge is conditional on there being stuff on other models. Yeah. Or also, like, so she can go real far, but she doesn't have it built in in the way that, say, yeah. Spade, mm-hmm. Fathom, or someone does. Yeah, and and the, the thing also... Has to, she has to basically have another model go... And put conditions that she can pull, yes. or she has to hit a model herself yes. and non momentous second column for it. And as an aside, um, we've already talked about the lamplighters wanting to be on fire because that like activates their abilities. But then if you use Wick for extraction, uh, Wick's extraction to pull the burning condition off of one of your uh, um, your friendly models, now their abilities are not on anymore. So it's a give and take. Yeah, I mean, yes, I, I can definitely see that, although I guess it comes down to how, how easy it is to set enemy models on fire, because you are you would ideally rather pull off an enemy model, I think, in this case. Mm-hmm. I'm always mm-hmm. trying to pull off an enemy model, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you met your wife, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is one that I would be watching pretty carefully, but... For sure. There's yeah. De- like this this is this is quite a model like 
yeah, she she is the like super striker in a football yeah, like, minor girl for yeah, football, which, which yeah. I think is not unreasonable. And like, I mean, tack five okay, but like double dodge for disengage on two mm. as well. Like, oofed. yeah, she has got we'll see, I guess like yeah. there's nothing like I'm not like going guys, you have to bring this down immediately. I'm just like, yeah, test it. Like, it's oh, yeah. very, and, very strong. Like, And this is exactly the reason for the beta test. Like, you yeah. know, we, we definitely want to keep an eye on this stuff and we want to understand it. And like, and, and the other thing is, you know, she's slightly less than average box at 11 and she's often on fire. So yeah. they, they can yeah. die pretty quick. Uh, you know, she has a good counter attack, but she doesn't have clone like say vitriol does or even or even just like cami's ability just to teleport away from everyone mm, mm. Uh, yeah she's she seems like she's quite good at getting in and scoring the goal but then probably like doesn't have a good kind of yeah. get out of jail card afterwards other than yeah, obviously she can explode <laughs> yeah yeah she, she can is, explode yeah she is basically the four for two vp uh yeah 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 she's, she's, yeah and almost she, and because she's not running the length as much because she wants to set everyone on fire. Mm-hmm. She's not, how, um, much, how much do you find in testing that's actually being used? Because actually on that card, I that feels like kind of a pointless rule actually for me. Like how, how much do you find that that is like being used in games? Because that's the initial thing that I look at this card. And I'm like all of the other rules do. A, a unified thing. They all move towards this model scoring a goal. There is a clear purpose to every other rule on this card. Mm-hmm. Ring of Fire feels like something that you felt like there should be another rule on the back of the card and you just added something because you thought of the term Ring of Fire would be a cool name for a rule. Um, and you just <laughs> came up with something that kind of works but isn't... I don't know. It's just it's kind of interesting because it's the kind of thing that I, yeah, I yeah. just looking at it, I'm like, that just feels extraneous i guess and i, it's I wonder more flavorful. it's definitely more flavorful yeah. than the rules. i guess where it we wondered about it being like spillage on veteran calculus you know where she poisons everyone mm. when she makes a kick um but that felt a bit too meaty and also we sort of so so in playtesting it's definitely been used a few times because actually once she's in she's gonna die yeah. so like why not get the momentum tax and get the burning out there and like force your and almost like force your opponent to have to go and hit hard because their sort of their movement is reduced and so on yeah, it, it keeps mm. the enemy team back and that is sometimes very important for the nameplates as i've seen to you know mm. get the wind up again but yeah mm-hmm. if you if you were gonna cut one rule that didn't make a huge difference to her power budget it would obviously be that one yeah i think i think i definitely undervalue how good setting a bunch of people on fire is because I play with Peck. So like, what's yeah? You're <laughs> like, what, what's the condition? Yeah. What's yeah, the condition? Yeah. Like this yeah. this rule just says I have to spend one momentum, and that that's it. That's all you're doing to your opponent, right? Yeah, it's it's fine. So uh, so yeah, <laughs> I, I think if, uh, yeah, it's definitely a fair point. I guess Dear listeners, you can't see Steve grinding his teeth right now. <laughs> I hate that chicken. <laughs> Hate that chicken so much. Uh, <laughs> I, I still, I still think about our uh, our game in the final of London GT. Oh, it was bad, man. It was so, so angry about Peck. Like, oh, like Peck just triggers me any every time, every time I play against him. If you ever want to, like, yeah, if anyone wants to beat me at Guildhall, just put Peck on the table and I'll just start like <laughs> not even, my... not even in the team, just by the side of the yeah, table. Just a you know the table. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, that wasn't even oh. the worst game against Peck, Bryce. That was like, oh. 
Anyway, like, don't let's, let's not go. Let's not go to a dark place right now. <laughs> let's go to a happy, happy New Guild place. Uh, who's up next? So Heat is mm-hmm. my favourite. Uh, a pair. So she plays for Alchemists um, as well. Mm-hmm. What is? Hold on. Her, her types is Val- Valentian human female re- Regista. Yeah, yes. baby. Yeah, this is we... the second former Steamfish employee who doesn't know what a register is. Yeah. <laughs> what is a register? Register is uh, basically a midfield player who basically uh, who around whom the game revolves. Like look at uh, what and- uh, Andrea Pirlo uh, from Italy always did. Like the ball goes to him, and he is the one that decides where the ball goes controls the tempo i mean yes. I, I guess near analogy might be a quarterback i was like, just yeah. wondering if that was yeah it's a bit like tempo controlled and a bit less like glamorous than that okay. but it's it's not. yeah we we thought it was a nice thing to throw in there just because it's a it is a common position in real football that actually does translate reasonably well to gill ball that hadn't come up before that's so cool yeah, I think you're. I think you're drastically overestimating how much any of us knew about football. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we are. I don't. I Mate, think we're I, definitely not drastically I, overestimating that. It's a really well-known oh position God. in football. <laughs> I, 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 I spend my spare time playing with toy soldiers. Like I'm not. I'm not into football, lads. That's too cool for me. <laughs> awesome. Aww, that's the first compliment you've given us. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, heat. So let me have a look at the cards. So she's six eight, three eight kicks, pretty solid. Two three influence, which suggests you think she'd be too good with two four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm open is just real good. Like I always struggle to find space for bushel in my farmers lineups, and every time I put her in, I'm like, oh my god, I'm open's amazing. Yeah, like yeah. and but only if you can get it for free, right? Yeah, I mean you don't pay, you don't pay for it. Like some, like some no, kind of peasant, like, yeah. <laughs> like some kind of animal. <laughs> um, so I'm open, obviously super good. Although you're limiting that to once a turn with the two three. I mean, it is once per turn anyway. Shot brace, uh, flame jets, obviously cool to put out. That's it's a little bit of linear damage, I guess, but it's expensive and mm-hmm. doesn't generate momentum. So fine. Uh, Afterglow I like because uh, I love when rules have multiple clauses that have to trigger and that's always really clear and everyone loves them. Um, <laughs> super fun. Uh, now You See Me is that's the other where we talked I asked about in the owl if anyone had other rules that were on like when not suffering the burning condition. That's a really cool reference like the Now You See Me and when she's not suffering burning gets uh, unpredictable movement like that's cool. I like that, and then reactive solution off of um, who has that? Is original that... calculus. Original, original calculus, calculus. Yeah, yeah, and um, crucible, I think. Uh, yes, yeah, she might have that as well. Yeah. yeah. So again, yeah. doesn't have to pay. I was, I almost said mana there because we played a ton of Hearthstone. She doesn't have to pay influence for uh, for I'm open, so it's a good rule. So uh, that's cool. Overall, how do you? So the register thing, like the the, is that just largely because of the eye open and the, f- I guess afterglow's kind of cool. Oh, basically also if you look at her playbook, she has an easy tackle. She has pushes uh, everywhere, um, so she's basically 
um, positioning where people are on the pitch, yes. essentially, mm. and, and keeping people in position on the pitch. So that's the, uh, and it's maybe a position that there are other players who already exist in the game who might actually sit in that position better than the one mm-hmm. they currently have. Mm, sure. You know, like Bolt would be quite a good example of that, maybe. Because mm. you know it's, control via knockdown, so it's a little bit of control and then quite a lot of positional abilities. Is there a reason that um, her momentum generation is so limited compared to the rest of the guild? Because all of the other guild models have extremely. I mean, I guess what's her name? Wix only got momentous tackle on one, but like momentous double dodge on two. Everyone else has a really good first couple of columns and indeed their entire playbook like almost their whole playbook is momentous for like nightingale or what's her name yeah nightlight um beacon even wick like they the majority of their playbook is momentous like is there a particular reason her playbook is the same reason so... as phosphor as well because they are the because they're the playoffs so partly about they are slightly less powerful or the intent is that they're slightly less powerful than the guild only models you know alchemists are a real strong guild we didn't want to just throw mm. really really strong new models in there we wanted like we felt like at the and, end and of you didn't testing, and though, you didn't think giving alchemists a free eye open every turn would have any we thought that was going to be good we thought that would be good um <laughs> you were like think... oh yeah well we can have i'm open but that that, that push dodge on two that's going to be non-momentous that'll that'll balance out i see what you're doing i see what you're doing <laughs> i think also the other thing is like she's really good on the receive mm-hmm. she's like we we wanted to sort of limit her like she's more techy than the other models yeah like she's really and also partly it's because kicking is so strong anyway we wanted to make a six that felt like they might be stronger on the receive than on the kick mm-hmm. um, so we talked earlier about them not having like a like they have good kick pressure definitely because wick is a great model to kick with and they have you know they can move other models around but we didn't we wanted to see if we could equalize that balance a little bit more and so she does mm-hmm. that but the I'm open, as you say, quite rightly, is a really good character play. So, yeah. And she's one of the models who plays well around not being on fire. Uh, yeah, with yeah. I'm open yeah. and full move and then a long kick, so she can be a very good backup striker. Yeah, and I, I kind of like the her being on fire with the combo of like Afterglow and Now You See Me is very like almost match up and very situational so you're giving people a lot of chance to make the right or wrong decision and feel like they went oh i did the right thing because she's on fire and now this person can heal or whatever yeah mm-hmm. um, but she is squishy she's a one yeah. inch reach four zero model yeah yes like so so while you were saying that like you know nightlight is is pretty strong and that's it like she like she's definitely a victim and that mm-hmm. team yeah and also the afterglow like she has to be burning to get all that extra healing mm. but if you put her in alchemist how is she going to get herself on fire because she has no, no nothing that can do that for herself oh yeah that's so. true yeah i'm really afterglow annoys me just because it's the multiple clauses is always something i we we did our best to avoid because it's just awkward to read you know what i mean did you just find that right in it? Like that yeah, rule went through quite a few iterations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it—it's something we kind of wanted her to have, but it might be one of those things that you know we could come up with better wording. So beta tests suggest better wording, please. Um, I absolutely will not. 
no, you, 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 you've done your work. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've done my part. <laughs> Um, nice. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's it's one that's been through quite a few iterations, and also I think uh, you know a lot of the other rules on our card are actually existing rules in the game. Like even now, you see me as just conditional, unpredictable yeah, movement. Yeah. That is the so we felt like that could maybe be a little bit more complex than some of the other stuff. I think the other thing. Funny. Sorry, yeah. go on, sorry. I think the other thing we found is we just found that alchemists actually alchemists of a major guild have quite a lot of complicated rules in relation to them. Yeah, like, you know the yeah, yeah. law. Like you know, yes, we want we try to keep the rules as clean as possible, like we did with the base test. But actually, alchemists as a whole, like oh my god, yeah, just yeah. have some like real fiddly, you know, like even like old cats like burning effigy. Yeah, you know, gains attack but doesn't, but gains movement and doesn't suffer. You know, like it's just quite a few. Yeah, like, death tech. Like yeah. if you're still in, you're still engaging the model, you take exploit. So there are quite a few like that. They're not like a super clean rules guild in the same way that maybe masons or brewers are, for example. Yeah, have you read Soma? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kept which is a low bar. Should we talk about the last uh, model in the guild? Uh, yeah, yes. sorry, I'm just I'm just talking shit at this point. Um, oh, that, I mean, the, yeah, so a little baby. So phosphor, what's he got? He's got four six kick. This is the character you're setting up as uh, Mercury's brother, right? Like, yes, that's cool. Um, so he's got a wee alchemical bomb, which can only be triggered off the playbook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one condition damage and burning in poise. I mean, that's that's pretty decent. Like, I mean, not into peck, obviously, but um, welcome, <laughs> <laughs> like, please. Like, we are not referencing by peck. Peck is only one model in an entire game. <laughs> Man, I can't wait. Can I now nerf Peck? Now Bryce has come on. No, like, you can't. I'm so happy about Peck. Can I it can just, we finally nerf that? It just, I'm only doing it because it upsets you so much. You know what no, I mean? Like, no, and it works. That's the trouble. That's almost the I worst. No, that's bit. the thing. Like, every time I, I throw out the fishing rod with oh, Peck yeah. at the end, and you just take the bait every single time, it's fantastic. And the best so part about all of this is between Brian... Dom and myself were all three devout farmers players. There is no chance, Steve. He, he keeps p- putting people onto the committee to one day have a majority to nerf peg for his failing. Yeah, like, Stop showing put, the defender workings, Scarecrow. He even put Mike in there, but we all know that Mike is always only there to disagree with Steve. So yeah, I don't yeah, know what, what he's doing. Do? What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Um, he's got a fulcrum. Oh, a two-inch melee zone in this guy as well, which is cool. Um, Oops, I dropped it again. So anyone who's entering or starting their activation has already suffered burning and poison. So it's like an uber version of like um, what Mercury and calculus calculus have. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it can remove the burning condition from itself. If it does, anyone who's in this ball suffered burning poison, minus one attack and minus one, minus one move. Jesus, God. Suffering from... Suffering Suffering the burning... Ah, right, okay. Suffering from the burning poison condition. So again, multiple clauses, yay! But <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying that it's easy to misread, but uh, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I just Basically, did, so. yeah, if a model has burning and poison on it, he can he and he can make them suffer minus one tack and minus one move. So like mini blind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that so, might be really obnoxious with the captain's thing. It, but it's a lot of 
stuff. Like it's one of those like it's kind of like the the Schrodinger's blacksmith, where if you get all of the buffs at once, they're invincible. But like yeah. the one, like and everyone when they came out and they went, oh my god, blacksmiths of this and this, and be like, yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. Schrodinger's blacksmith who is simultaneously mm-hmm. within six inches of these three models and within one inch of cover and within this and and within that and has this rule on it and it's like yeah great like i don't know yeah. it may be a little bit obnoxious but um it could definitely i i, I think in playtesting the general response because we wondered about that we definitely we were aware of that those okay so the obvious character play that you might have in lamplight is blind isn't in mm. there for a reason like that's too much yeah um, yeah we did wonder about this we tended to find in playtesting and we'd be super interested in community feedback on it if you are getting like a lot of flashpoint on top of a lot of um, lens flare, yeah, that's a lot of stuff. Ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you, you were pretty caught. You like this is I, not like. And also, actually, actually, having a look at him, I don't know what he does. Like, what's he supposed to do? Like, how does he help you win games? It's a good question. So he does a couple of things in lamps. He is basically the other source of damage it's not the play down because actually um alchemical bomb not being once per turn he can like scud a bit mm-hmm. of damage off people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if he starts wrapping it'll uh it'll add up yeah he so also... he's wrapping if you set it up with like beacon and i spy yeah yes right and so how does he work in alks then so uh, in alks in... he yeah he is uh, Fulcrum in Elks is actually quite good, and in Elks, like um, the lamplighters actually have no uh, sources of poison except for Phosphor himself. Burning, you mean? Um, there's only burning mostly, so Flashpoint is very hard to get uh, unless he sets it up himself. In lamplighters, uh, yeah. In lamplighters, yeah. So it, Flashpoint in um, in alchemists is actually very much uh, stronger. So then his um, utility changes if he uh, plays it plays for the other guild. Mm. So right. he definitely and Fulcrum's nice for lamplighters. It came in there partly because they don't have a lot of defensive tech, so it's a mm. little bit of efficiency in defensive terms. We were really we didn't want to give them, and we definitely didn't want to give alchemists access to more to like you know things like fear or rising anger mm. or those sort mm. of defensive. Tech. So it's it's a piece of defensive tech for a squishy guild. He, to be honest, in lamps when we've one of the things we're really interested in the beta test is how the playups like come across into lamp, into alchemists because we For didn't sure. get a lot of play testing in with that. We got some, mm. but we you know obviously prioritised testing the sort of guild mostly. Sort of gut feeling is that him and Heat end up competing for that sort of sixth flex spot in an alchemist mm. team. So you know, uh, Vetcat, Cami, Crucible, and other. And they sort mm-hmm. of end up in that spot. He, we deliberately, because of potential issues in Alchemist, that's why you can't buy hard buy Alchemical Bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because that removes like some synergy with Flask and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. and because Alchemists have more, as we said, more linear damage, actually, Phosphor could be pretty mean. Mm. And Alchemist, if he had that, um, so he, he, so he basically, you know, is a supporting role player in Lamplighters. The other intent is that you might see more flex in the bottom two picks in Lamplighters than you might in some of the other minor guilds, mm-hmm. because most of the minor guilds tend to be five models and a flex. Um, you know, it's not unreasonable that you would play, 
you know the core four lamp mo- lamp models and then even like mercury and crucible who are the playdowns mm. depending on the matchup but i think if you if you feel like you might want to fight at all phosphor is the model that will help you with that and especially if you play a team that likes to bunch up like he he can really punish a team that likes to bunch yeah. up in a way that the other lamp lighters models can't mm-hmm. and actually when you're talking about say wick like lots of crowd outs lots of melee zones is a really good way of forcing wick out of the game mm-hmm. as with mm-hmm. any you know striker mm-hmm. so he's there to help sort of punish that a bit interesting he's he's i think the first one that i look at and i don't immediately think is is strong but i could be massively yes. i could have <laughs> I, I could really have farmer brain and just be massively undervaluing the alchemical bombs but it just feels like he goes in does that and dies because he's 13 boxes 4-1 like yeah he he can be a, i don't know like i yeah. i could be i could just be being overly critical on that and like maybe you're right maybe you're right in the terms of like you don't want to give alchemists you obviously thought about it a lot which i like in terms of how he works in alchemists and like well mm-hmm. You know we can't have this because alchemist it would be busted in alchemist and this is this is a fundamental problem we've had with the the pair up and pair down models since day one um and i'm glad i don't have to deal with it anymore so it's, it's a fun problem <laughs> like we can see why you're happy about that like, yeah it's it great a... i just i just don't have to worry about it anymore i can just come on this and i can just talk shit and, and <laughs> you know good. you guys have to go away and fix it and that's great that's not my problem anymore yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and we um yeah we <laughs> As much as as much as um, I would have loved to have given uh, Alchemist like insane playups, um, one that would be a bit of a dick move, and two people wouldn't let me. So uh, <laughs> why don't three? We need Very to much we need to one. show that we earned and and you know we should have the trust of the community. We we can't make a super broken guild and just call it a day. That's mm. not how development works. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the playoffs? Let's do that. So, it's play playdowns. Playdowns. Yeah. Playdowns. Play yeah. Mercury and Crucible. Yeah. So well, you do sort of justify it in this this blog, but do you want to give me like a a condensed version of what what your reasoning was there? I guess. Nails, do you want to go for it? You, st- you you touched on some of it. Is you know, first off, we didn't want to give them lots of access to poison. Yeah. So. First off, like uh, basically, you know, the, the initial idea was giving them mercury and vitriol because those two only give a handout. Um, those two only hand out uh, fire. But the problem with vitriol was mostly that uh, we already had wick, so now you have two, basically, like two models basically vying for the same position within the guild, um, which can be quite like boring um and we wanted to what ha- you wanted to have uh to have a bit more of a janky play style uh and of they course issues with close control didn't they as yes, well that's, that's what i wanted to put like after play testing we found that um if the enemy team is uh, v- is going very hard on killing the ball then lamplighters really hurt uh, so then we need to like Corsair just wrecked them. Oh, testing like just wrecked them. Cor- Corsair mm-hmm. does seem to have a a consistent thing of wrecking minor guilds. 
yeah, 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 yeah. His, his specific toolkit absolutely hammers minor guild super hard mm-hmm. yeah so crucible became the play up yeah because that gives them a way down play down getting the ball off um you know off close con- crucible really good at getting the ball off low def models with close control yes and like the thing that she um with uh, with damage does um both uh burning and poison um is with yeah with chemical admixture was something like unintended but we think that um if crucible is attacking to do damage that basically never happens unless you really need it uh, so we were like okay so she's mostly in there to uh, as a ball retriever secondary striker if possible yeah uh, i mean the only, if we want to go kept the pure burning thing the other model you could bring across was okat but if anyone remembers season three alchemists when they had harry and okat that like basically beacon beacon and okat together would have been pretty good so we we basically ruled out the catalysts pretty early Mm -hmm. but yeah so so chris was slightly different in that team than she is in alps because she's less influence efficient because there's not flask so actually her ball threat is slightly less because it's much harder for her to acrobatic great balls of fire and so on. But actually her squishiness is toned down a bit because um, she does gain overheat if she's mm-hmm. in that. So she's a bit more defensive. So we felt like that it also at least put like a slightly different play style onto her. Cool. And that, that's a minor guild. Uh, yeah. So I think we've already talked about the beta test, but the beta test is really important for this. Like this is not finished. Like there no. is a reason it's oh, a beta no. test. We we you know as as hopefully people have seen with suit already this week. Like you know and and the stuff you said, Bryce. You know it all challenges like super welcome on this. Like we are not game designers. Yeah, uh, I mean I've I've definitely being more. I've definitely been critical to. No, I hate the phrase of being the devil's advocate because the devil has enough advocates, but I've definitely been just trying to challenge your reasoning and giving you a chance to explain. Mm-hmm. I really have been trying to do that. I may have verged into just being a dickhead, but I've it's... just been trying to get you to explain your reasoning on some things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, that's, that's why we're really pleased you could fill in for uh, Very much appreciated. For poor itchy Andrew. Uh, <laughs> so how long is the beta test? When is it starting? When is it ending? I don't know when this is going out. Possibly this will be going out with the blog that covers all of this. But like, no, the, you know. the test is live now. Uh, it's been live since the start of the week, and it will run until November thirtieth. Is that right, Skerolf? Um, the beta test. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, we don't. We didn't release all the cards yet, did we? No, uh, like they are out by the time this this episode goes out, though. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, we are recording on Monday, Emperor, and they are right. being dropped on the Wednesday. Um, so yeah, so the but the beta test is yeah, it's, it's basically live as this episode goes out, and you basically have to, November thirtieth to let people know, let us know your thoughts, your your experiences particularly. We really value like like look if you spot something that is just like a confusing ass piece of wording, let us know. But we also really value like people's play experience with it mm-hmm. and what and they've done with uh, it. Like, uh, so that that we look forward to hearing, and then 
essentially we'll take them away over the December period, try and get some more playtesting in, get some changes in, and then final version should come out in January 21. But we will make sort of, as with Soot, we'll make hot fixes, uh, particularly where it's like wording issues early on. We'll mm-hmm. try and make those. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't agreed quite how regular basis, like fortnightly or monthly throughout the beta test, depending on how stuff comes up. But then the actual power balance stuff, I think we won't be changing until the uh, beta test is complete. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, there you go. For everyone listening, that's that's helpful information. And how how do people give you their feedback? We have provided a uh, feedback form in the Monday blog. It's basically just a Google form. Uh, people can uh, uh, answer some questions. And uh, there's obviously the last question is, do you have anything to add? which is just a large paragraph box. People mm. can just go wild. Mm. Yeah, and also, like, you know, let us know on Discord, let us know on Facebook. That's also oh, fine. Yes, of but, course. Like, we will, but, but the form is particularly useful for us to gather stuff from people's games and, like, aggregate it all mm-hmm. together. Like, we can't, mm-hmm. we can't promise that we will act on every single comment that people will make, obviously, but, like, um, but yeah, so there's, you can just, you know, post comments and post threads and things like that. But like, but the Google form is the thing we will take away and correlate all of uh, mm-hmm. in December and go through all the feedback from there. So that's, if you want it to be guaranteed that we'll see it, uh, that's the way we'll do it because we've made time for it. But obviously we are looking at comments. We, you know, we've made the changes to sit based on Facebook and Discord comments, but we don't work full time on this. So we can't guarantee that we will look at every single social media thread comment. Correct. We're trying to be as thorough as possible, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Glorious. There Excellent. You go. Well, I, I think that's all of the information I think everyone needs to, to take care of, to take part in the beta test. And I hope we've kind of gone through everything and explained all of the guy's reasoning. And I've definitely been a bit of a dick in this podcast but like you guys have put a lot of work into this very clearly and i it was why i wanted to get you to explain your reasoning a little bit because it informs some of this decision this isn't stuff that you guys are just throwing out that isn't like a first draft that you guys have gone right here you just go no, batter like, in. this is actually like uh version one had four drafts version two had three drafts and this version that we're putting out to the beta test is I think also version 3.3. So, 4.3 news. 4.3. There it's we 4. go. Because you can't do versioning. Yeah. There you go. See, like we have had so many iterations of this guild. So um yeah. <laughs> it's been a labor of love. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think you all deserve thanks for kind of doing your part and keeping Guild Ball floating and releasing new content for people to get excited about because that's really cool we're trying our best we're trying our best yeah. okay Thanks, I'm going to say thank you to guest host Bryce. Thank you for coming on at short notice and joining us. That was and thanks honestly. Thanks for the thanks for the challenge, man. Like that was a uh, yeah, that was good. That was good. You're uh, welcome. I'm also going to say thank you to Neil's inspiring hat, Hermkins. Thank you as well. Uh, thank you, Skerov. Always a pleasure. And I've been Steve Cole, and this has been like a confusing episode of Singled Out for me because I don't know if I'm the host or the guest. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks to all of you for listening, and go, go play games with Lamplighters and let us know what you think. And, all right, and get, and get well soon, Andrew. 
Yes, of course. We, we hope we hope that cream helps with the itch. Mm-hmm. We hope at least some of the swelling goes down soon. It's yeah. Okay, no, I'm gonna stop before we. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>